The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long-term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is The Mickey Allison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison. Hello and welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show. This is Mickey Ellison and my guest today is Tiffany Sweely. And there's a reason why I brought Tiffany on this week. We are introducing Complete Fitness. One of the We've talked about it on the show in previous shows with Kaylee Hennessy last week, which was a fantastic show. We talked about it a little bit when Michael was on the last time and when we did my story. And this is something that I'm going to give you my motivations behind it. And Tiffany, I brought Tiffany along to do so she could do the same thing. Now, let's get this out right now because we've had multiple beach body coaches that have been on the show. Uh, Kaylee Hennessy is one. Michael Gowan is one. Katie Ersta is one. Deidre Penrose is a, is a coach. We're going to continue to bring those people on the show because those people we are looking to partner with with what Tiffany and I want to do with Complete Fitness. And complete fitness is, is more than, than just um, financial well-being or physical well-being. It, it is trying to create, get to the point where it's total well-being. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my motivations. And then Tiffany has known me for, for 43 years now, so she knows I can talk. Actually, she, she, she didn't know I could talk so much because I was kind of quiet sometimes in high school. But yeah. uh, Hey, Tiffany, welcome to the show. I'll, I'll let everybody hear here. She's actually there. Hi, um, thanks for having me again, Mickey. So the reasons behind um, Complete Fitness, and actually, Tiff, yesterday was a day where my resolve for what we're doing was, was even more, made even more strong. Um, if you listened to the show two weeks ago, or you've listened at all, I've brought up times about, um, you know, being overweight, um, being being in debt for, I mean, twenty years. Twenty years. Mm-hmm. I can re- I can remember nights when I was twenty eight, twenty nine years old, when I I should be in the greatest health of my life, but I'm eighty pounds, ninety pounds overweight, laying in my bed, feeling like I'm going to have a heart attack because of the pressure from debt. Mm-hmm. We are we are going to eliminate this problem with those of you that listen to this show and choose to believe and choose to act we can't make all of you do some of you will scoff at what we're doing 
and uh, that's okay. That's okay because <clears throat> we're, we, you will eventually see the power of God working through this because Tiffany and I can't do it and Michael can't do it. This has got to be something that he does, and I believe mm-hmm. it specifically with the things that I've been through, Tiffany. I think we have been been led to this point at this time mm-hmm. to do this right now because right. I, I looked up a couple of stats the other day. Um, and I posted it on the Facebook page, and just just things of mortgage debt in the United States. So forget about the federal debt, and the the state debt, and the city debts. The federal government, if there's no breaking news to you guys, is going to go bankrupt. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time of when it does. It is bankrupt right now, but people will keep loaning us money. Um, is that going to be next week? Is that going to be in five years, ten years, a hundred years? Heck, I have no idea. But what we are focusing on here is we're focusing on people because we can do stuff together. We can't. It, we we can't. It may change the direction of the country um, with, with what we're doing and working with the individuals. But a lot of what's going on in Washington is it, just long gone. But we have thirteen point three trillion dollars in mortgage debt alone. Mm-hmm. Household debt is it is going to grow at fifty five billion dollars in two thousand and fourteen alone that doesn't include mortgage debt that's talking about credit card debt car debt and all these things and it, Tiffany it drives me nuts listening to the media talk about how the economy is getting going because we're um, people use this much more credit this month and that's a sign of 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 people being um, more exuberant. Uh, the economy's in a better position, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we got 78.6 million adults in America that are obese. Yes. And mm-hmm. these things are literally killing people. I am going to – you will hear people talk about there being good debt and bad debt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, there's no such thing as good debt. If you're talking about money, there isn't. That doesn't mean that, that we're going to get people out of debt today. It's going to take time for us to do this, but I'm going to, after this, I'm going to let Tiffany talk because I want you to hear her motivation. We can get to mine, and heck, is my radio show, So, and I got like 40 more weeks to do this, so I can tell you a whole bunch more, <laughs> but yeah. for those of you that stick around long enough to listen, but you know, yesterday, yesterday Tiff, I was sitting in my, in my office, and for those that don't know, I'm a financial planner by trade. That's how I pay the bills. It definitely ain't doing this radio show. Um, but with with what I do for a living, you know, there, there's so much focus on um, saving for retirement, saving for retirement, saving for retirement. And everyone, if you really look into that, it goes against the two scriptures, the passages of scriptures that I have chosen. And Tiffany and, and Michael have agreed that we can use these. But there's going to be more that, that were added to it. But Everything we look at is centered around self. Mm-hmm. It's centered around doing it for self. When how I, everybody listening to the show isn't a Christian, they aren't right. all Christians. But those of you that call yourselves Christians, do do you believe when I when I pull up Philippians two three through through four and it says something about do nothing out of selfish ambition, but do but to serve others, or if we talk about James two. Uh, 15, 14 through 17, where it says, faith without actions is dead. I was actually reading deeper into that scripture, Tiffany, the, uh, the other day. And when I looked at it, 
if you go on up and you look at the verses before that, it, it starts talking about how if we are, um, you know, you, you're walking down the street and, and you see someone who is hungry or someone who is without clothes and you say, peace be with you, blah, 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 and you do nothing when you could? Mm-hmm. What, what kind of faith is that? That That is just, that is what we live in today. And we are going to challenge every person that comes across us with complete fitness to believe those those two and put it into action. And and when when I look at when I look at debt, debt I believe is it, it's even bigger than the obesity problem. But here's the thing, Tiff: the obesity problem is something that people have to they do have to individually do it for themselves. Or, or work out themselves. They, there's no one else that can cause them to lose weight. This debt thing, we can eliminate this thing together. Mm-hmm. And, and instead of having debt snowballs that are taught out in, in Brentwood, Tennessee, we're going to create debt avalanches. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I know I'm, I'm I'm fired up on this, but yesterday when I'm sitting with a 65 year old couple, and they are stressing over being able to buy birthday presents for their grandkids because of debt. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it, Tiff. I'm tired yeah. of it. And there are yeah. enough people out there that are tired of it that we're going – again, this isn't anything that, that uh, you and I or Michael can do alone. We need tons of people. Now, the reason I'm trying to partner with the Beachbody coaches is because the Beachbody coaches are dealing with that obesity part. Right. They are dealing with it, and they are very, very good at it. You're actually good at it with, with a, a company that you work with. But I don't see mine in your role as just being uh, – I shouldn't say just. That's not the word. As being the experts on, on the uh, fitness side. Now, we can we, – we both got pictures where we can prove that, that we know how to do it. Right. Uh, my, <laughs> it works. Yeah, I was, you, you, yeah it works. Mm-hmm. But this debt thing, mm-hmm. this debt thing can be done if we do it all together and we follow those few, few verses. So right. we'll continue more down that road. But right now, while I've got you on the line – Mm-hmm. I want uh, yeah, you. You agreed to be a part of this with Michael and I, and we all have our, our own our own motivations and our reasons why we think this calling has brought the three of us together. So, what are yours? Right. Well, you know, I've been really thinking hard about um, what I'm supposed to contribute, and um, I totally love what you're doing as far as um, working together as um, a body to help one another. Um, and so I. I listened to my pastor on Sunday, and then what was funny is I, I turned on one of my favorite uh, pastors this morning because he teaches about 8.30 um, every morning, and I, it was funny how it correlated with one another, and I said, okay, well, this must be a confirmation of what I'm supposed to say. And <clears throat> Sunday, the pastor was talking about um, fearing God, and I'm coming from this from a pure spiritual standpoint because the scripture that, you know, I told you came to my mind was, seek ye first the kingdom, and all these other things will be added to you. And so when I think of all these other things, I think of money, I think of health, I think of relationships. God will put all those things in order, and he will add those things to your life if, and he gives you the formula, if you seek the kingdom first. If you put him first, all these other things, will fall into line. And so the pastor was talking about fearing God, and I just wanted to share some verses from Proverbs, and you tell me when 
I've gone long enough. So Proverbs one. <laughs> we have two minutes until we have two minutes until a break, and then you can start okay. over again. Okay. Proverbs one seven says, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline." Now, discipline right there is what helps us control a our money and b our health. Without discipline, you can just hang it up. And it says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of that, but fools despise that. If you see a person that's undisciplined, um, the Bible right here calls it, that person, a fool. So we have to get our mind around uh, discipline and wisdom and using both of those things in good judgment. And then Proverbs 2.5 goes on to say, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Proverbs 3, 7, and 8 says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. So everything in the book of Proverbs, these scriptures you know, specifically, go back to fear God. And what that means is that doesn't mean... Yeah, because talk to oh people my... who don't understand it, because when you're talking about fear, there's two different, right. there's different definitions of fear. Yeah, this is not the kind of fear where, oh, he's going to bang me over the head with a baseball bat. This is reverence. This is understanding his power and understanding how holy he is. And I will go on to read um, Ecclesiastes, because this may explain it. Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen through 14 says, Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole judgment of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether good or evil. So what we forget, and what the pastor pointed out, he said, you may be acting perfect on Sunday. You may be acting perfect when people come over for your Bible study. He said, but what are you doing the rest of the time? And he said, you have to understand that God is always there watching, like you said, when you walk past the person, that you have the ability to help. Or, and I'm going to let you, know, and I'm going to let you continue with that because they're, we're running up on a break right now. We'll be back with uh, Tiffany Sweely here in just a minute. of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. 
Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. I am Mickey Ellison. With me today is Tiffany Sweely, who is a long-term, long-time Great friend of mine, and, and, and I, I thank God for actually bringing us back together for, for this project that we're introducing to you that we hope you join us in, and, and that, that being Complete Fitness. Um, I, I purposely had Tiffany on this week without Michael. Nothing against, not, It wasn't anything against Michael, but what I wanted to have people hear, especially those of you out there that are Beachbody coaches that are wondering, what the heck are these people doing? Um, we want you to understand that Tiffany and I have no desire to compete with you. We don't have mm-hmm. any intention to compete with you. I have spent, Tiffany, I have spent so much time in prayer on this thing that you, you talk about the fear of the Lord. I have prayed, God, purify my motives. I yeah. don't want, I want it so pure that my thoughts are matching the actions that you see. No longer right. is there something that you see and something behind the scenes that you don't. And, right. and that is the goal. I, you know, and, and I'm going to mess up. I have no doubt about that because I, I, I'm flawed. But right. before we went to the break, you were talk. We were talking a little bit about your motivation, and, and you actually mm-hmm. mentioned trying to figure out your your piece in this. Um, yes. And um, you know, I it I have no doubt that you're supposed to be here. Um, right. And 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 then you were you were talking a little bit about um, some. Some verses in Proverbs verses, mm-hmm. uh, and, and also at the same time, um, getting confirmation from a couple of things that you listen to. So I'm going to let you just continue yeah. where you left off before the break. Well, like I said, my my motivation is to is to show people that complete fitness, um, you know. And I've been in fitness since I was 17. I became a personal trainer after we moved to Tennessee and did fitness contests and. Um, I still do them every now and then just to challenge myself, but I love fitness and I've, you know, I've done it for free. I've helped all of my friends, you know, figure out workout programs and stuff just, just because I love it. But my calling is to be, you know, a minister of the gospel. So I have to help people. And also God gave me the um, calling of teaching. I've been a teacher for 14 years. So to put those two things together and I feel like my my piece of the puzzle is to teach God's perspective on health and uh, finances. That that it's not just about 
you know, what we think we should do. But we've got to get involved in his economy. Because like you said, you just said a minute ago, the American economy um, is declining. It has been declining, and we cannot depend on that. There is scripture that says, you reap what you sow. And God has taught us in his word, and Jesus taught over and over and over again, there's seed time and harvest. Well, how do we get involved with his economy? And that's where I feel like he's leading me to teach. Okay, let's just say, you know, we do get out of debt. What then? Right. Let's just, let's just say we want to get out of debt, but we're not tithing. Mm-hmm. Should we tithe? Should we not tithe? Should we give offerings? Should we not? What do we do? And we've got mm-hmm. to get back into his word. If you're a believer, you've got to get back into his word and understand his economy because the country can fall, but God says, I will take care of my own. He will take care of you. He wants you to understand if you are a believer that you're his child and he will take care of you because you're a part of his kingdom. And we have to operate with our finances and with our health. We have to operate the way he wants us to operate because we should be shining examples to the world of, hey, look what it's like when you're in God's kingdom. You thrive. You know, I don't think that God wants anybody to be in poverty. Actually, Proverbs calls it a curse. Mm-hmm. And it, he, he actually says, it is God who gives you the power to get wealth. Why? Because he needs you to be the one who is the lender and not the borrower. You know, when you see, like I said, when you see somebody who needs help, do you have the resources to help them? Mm-hmm. It, it's so much better if we can, like I said, be the lender and not the borrower. If and we and not even be, looking at it looking at it as, as just the as the lender because people may hear that that and they think of banks and how, how they land and you know I was actually mm-hmm. reading uh, some scripture the other day and, and this was confirming where I was coming from from debt and, and mm-hmm. it was talking about you know it's coming from the Old Testament and and what was taught about debt and 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 lending and how charging usury which is which is interest yeah. to someone who was poor mm-hmm. is almost a, that I read that as being that's a sin, and yeah. if you look at you look around you, you look at who's being preyed on with with even more and more and more debt. You've got mm-hmm. these little payday loan things around around the country that are charging people. If you annualize this stuff, twelve, thirteen hundred percent per year, mm-hmm. and they are preying on those very people. And right. Tiffany, I had one of the things that, that as we start getting people and people start getting themselves out of debt. The knowledge that I have gained in the last 15 years of doing this business where I can help people understand the absolute evil of debt itself. When people right. look at, okay, well, why, why does it cost so much to buy a house today? Mm-hmm. Why does it cost so much to buy a car? Why are we enslaving our children with, with hundreds of thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt to go to college? Mm-hmm. Why are why are we doing these things? And, and the very thing you're doing to pay for your college, your house, your car, your TV, whatever it is, is the very thing that's driving the cost up, and that's mm-hmm. borrowing the money. Right. And it, it's something that that we can really start to educate people on, so they can understand that 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 debt itself. You know, you I will hear pastors say, and, and it's always bugged me that 
there are certain types of debt that are good debt. I'm I'm here to say I don't believe them. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe them. And right. and and I have experienced it in my life. I've I've been blessed with the greatest wife on earth that that hasn't left me in 19 years and we've dealt with it from day 1. I told you mm-hmm. we've dealt with debt for 20 years. We've only been married for 19. Yeah. So this is this is a calling that that as I I it was all I could do Tiff yesterday when I was sitting with those clients not to cry right because I'm right. listening to those guys and I'm going this sucks yeah and 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 and, and this should not be happening because they're good people right they're good good people but um, you know it, it does fall into place because that's one thing that I wanted us to be able to get to was okay say we say say we managed somehow through through God's will and doing what we're doing that everybody that chooses to follow us is now 100% debt free and you started to answer that question now what now what do we right. do and, and you know I, my, me and my best friend talk about this quite a bit because she and I are at the same stage in our lives our, our children are her oldest is about to go to college next year and um, you know we, we talk about the future and I, you know I'm like People are living to 85 and 90 now, but they don't have the money to live to 85 and 90. Right, right. I said, I said, you know, we're going to be 45 soon. I said, what are we going to do to make sure that we do not have to struggle, you know, if, if God does linger and we, we stay on the planet till we're, we're 85? And, you know, obviously the very first thing you want to do is to be completely debt-free mm-hmm. um, so, that, so that the money you are making... You can save it. Nobody can save anything because every single dime they make is already spent, you know, before they get it. And I, I get really sad a lot of times when I watch these people who win the lottery. You know, you've mm-hmm. seen those, uh, those TV programs about um, the curse of the lottery and how in a year or two, all the money's gone. Uh, their marriage has split up. You know, some people have even wound up in jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... It's because you're giving money to people that don't know how to manage it. Um, they've had a, probably a bad history, and, and they have no wisdom, and they have no discipline. And right. so let's just say, uh, you know, you do help somebody get out of debt. Okay, well, how long is it going to be before they're right back in it if they right. don't use wisdom and discipline to change their habits? And right. so yeah. I think that that's what, you know, God wants people to understand is that he has a system, um, and he wants to be put first. And one of the fruits of the Spirit, isn't it self-discipline? That's the one we don't want to talk about. <laughs> we want to talk about peace, and we want to talk about love and kindness and patience. We always talk about those, but we never talk about self-discipline because that one hurts. <laughs> yeah, because when you talk about self-discipline, you're talking, who else can you blame on that one? Right. It's called self-discipline. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason it says self. There's a reason why you see um, good athletes in high school and then great athletes, and, and there's a difference between why those great athletes, both of them with equal talent, one makes and one doesn't. It's usually mm-hmm. that, that terminology that you just used, self-discipline. And, Absolutely. And, and, and it, it goes through all areas of our lives. You know, that's one of the things I love about youth sports and why I have John O'Sullivan and those guys on this show at, at, at times is because those lessons of self-discipline and, and the lessons from sports, they carry on through everything else. But also, the same you dealt with the same thing 
when when you were going through your classes and, and, and going through chorus and all the practice that you did, you didn't become a, a great singer just by because you you were a good singer because God gave you a gift. Right, right. But you couldn't if you didn't have the discipline to practice that. Right. Then then the greatness never happens. And that's exactly right. And that's what I try to trying to instill, you know, in, in my kids because they have even more distractions than we had. I mean, we had three channels. And we could only <laughs> oh, we have we four. Could have, you could get you could get channel twenty one. Come on now. Okay, you're right. And then we only had cartoons on Saturday morning. So you you got your cartoons in on Saturday morning, and that was it. That was it. That's all we got. And and they have 24-7 entertainment. And so teaching kids discipline is, is really difficult. But my, my oldest daughter is a really great singer. And um, she's actually doing quite a bit of singing in church now, which I'm so thankful for. But I have to keep reminding her, you know, somebody with less talent can just fly right by, past you if you don't discipline yourself to practice, if you don't get over there on that piano and practice every day. Someone is going to outwork you. And so that self-discipline, not only um, if you have a talent, but also, like you said, with your money, are you disciplined to stick to that budget? Are you disciplined to not drive by the gym, but turn into the gym and go in there and work out? Are you disciplined to eat the right foods? It all boils down to knowledge, number one, and then number two, taking that knowledge and turning it into self-discipline. Because, like I said, I could hand somebody money and help them pay off their debts, but if they have no knowledge or self-discipline, within a year, they'll be right back where they were. So you have to go a step further and say, yes, we want to help each other um, collectively, but we also then have to teach, you know, what do you do after that point? You know? right, right, and one of right. the things I want people to understand if they're a believer and this is the scripture he gave me, was Malachi um, 3 and 8. And, you know, I don't come from the church that said the Old Testament is dead, and, and we don't believe that anymore. I believe the entire Bible. Um, so in Malachi, God was trying to teach the children of Israel about tithing. And it says, will, will a man rob God, yet you rob me? But you ask, how do we rob you? And he says, in tithes and offerings. You are under a curse, the whole nation of you, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in your house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. So once you, you know, when you get your paycheck, and this goes back to the fear of the Lord, being reverent to God, making sure God knows he's first in your life. That's what the tithe means. The tithe means, God, I'm going to give you my little 10% first because I want you to know you are first in my life. And if I give this to you, you're going to bless the other 90%. You're going to multiply it. It even goes so far as to say, um, see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. I will prevent the pest from devouring your crop. So he, he puts a blessing over what you have so that the devourer doesn't come along and steal it from you. Okay, okay but how, how do people um, avoid the charlatans that are out there that do preach what is known as the prosperity gospel? 
Yeah. That it, 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 there, there are charlatans out there, and, and there's a lot of people. Well, we have one that, that we grew up relatively close to that I, heck, I didn't even know it was there for a long time, but up in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, th- those were, um, I don't even know how to, to, to go into that. What was what were their names? Um, um, oh, come on, Tiff. Uh, oh, I can't remember from where. Uh, Fort Mill. Oh, Jim and Tammy uh-huh. Baker. Right. There it is. Jim and Tammy Baker. Right. Um, th- those are types of things. And then, you know, I also want us to touch a little bit, Tiff, because I, I feel that we need to. There's there's someone, and I'm not going to bring him bring his name up on, on mm-hmm. the show. Actually, I'll say his first name, Brad, that okay. I've been conversing back and forth with on, on, on my page. And, and, mm-hmm. and Brad is, is a person who is, is a great heart. He's done things for me on this show because I am the least technologically literate person on the face of the planet. And despite not believing the same that, that, that I do, um, I saw a post earlier today from, from him that you know he, he was talking about Christianity and he was talking mm-hmm. about why the, 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 what he feels from, from Christianity is hatred and judgment and, yeah. and, and all these different things that are so-called Christianity. You know mm-hmm. I've often told people that you know um, God, God uses the flawed, to, pro, mm-hmm. to to move his, his his message along, and and I don't know if I exactly put it that way, but I mean you think about some of the heroes of the Bible, David yes. who committed adultery and committed murder. You got mm-hmm. Paul, Paul persecuted Paul Christians. Paul was a terrorist. He was Paul a, was terrorist. a terrorist. He killed Christians. <laughs> and, and the and the same people, yes. we we are surrounded by what I call the modern day Pharisee. That mm-hmm. would shun Jesus if they saw him today because he hung out with the wrong people. He might actually yes. be over there at the at the group with a bu- with people with a bunch of tattoos. Now I don't want a tattoo, but if we saw Jesus there, how many people in the church would actually turn into the Pharisees? Because we are doing that. I live in a town where a couple of years ago a guy walks into a church, shoots George Taylor in the back up in the back, kills him, and then claims to be pro life. George mm-hmm. Taylor, for those of you that don't know, was, was a renowned abortionist that, that just so happened to be on, in the heartland of America in Wichita, Kansas. Now, mm-hmm. you're doing nothing for the glory of God if you're being mm-hmm. the, the, the judge and you're actually being the executor right there. You know what? Right. God, right. God, God took David, who was a murderer, and, and that's the bloodline that Jesus came from. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we, go ahead. Uh, like I said, uh, you know— I'm always amazed when I go back and think about who he used. And and the Bible says that God looks on the heart. And I cannot look at you and see your heart. Because you could be doing things that are, you know, totally uh, contrary to what your heart is saying. So I think that even though David got in the flesh... David got in the flesh and, and committed adultery and, and then tried to cover it up by having her husband killed and everything. He got in the flesh, but God still saw his heart and that his heart was for God, even though he had a lapse of judgment. Now, raise your hand if you've ever had a lapse of judgment. Okay? Uh, Moses. Moses got angry uh, you know, and killed one of the Egyptians for beating one of the Israelites, and he, he got angry and committed murder. But yet, Moses delivered the people, you know, into the promised land, or up to the edge of it anyway. So, 
God is always using flawed people because he can't find anybody that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, we're all flawed, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, if he had to only use well, perfect people, he wouldn't be using anybody. <laughs> well, if the, the only perfect person to, to come across the, the, the face of the planet, they hung on a tree. That's right. They despised him, they rejected him, and they killed him. And, you know, some people, you know, the Bible even says that Satan will come as an angel of light sometimes. So you can be deceived sometimes because a person will seem so good and so pure and so so this and that, but they're a wolf in sheep's clothing. So the number one thing that you have to do is just stay as close to the Lord as you possibly can so that you can hear his voice when he speaks. And he will lead you and guide you. And there is a lot of hatred. There is a lot of judgment. And I, it's just the saddest thing because most of my friends that aren't in church today are not in church because some Christian or some church said something or did something and it turned them off and they won't go back. Mm-hmm. And luckily, um, a really good friend of mine that this happened to when she was young um, has finally... Um, you know, giving her heart to the Lord, and she got baptized a few weeks ago. But she had to see a different kind of Christian, a, a real, genuine person that came with, with love instead of judgment. And it's not our place to judge. There is nowhere that says that we are judge or juror. We are only, he said, I will know that you are my disciples because you love one another. Period. That's our job. You know, we love them. And we let God take care of everything else. And that's what we're called to do. Yeah, because there, there, there's so much. I mean, I, I get bombarded with emails each and every day from different Christian, so, so-called Christian organizations. And, um, you, you know, it, it, if I were a non-Christian and reading what they were posting on these deals, I would go, I want no part of that. Right. Th- those, those people are, are and unfortunately, there's a lot of evil that has been done in this world in the name of Christianity, but it wasn't mm-hmm. Christianity. Yeah. And, uh, and and you, you do not if this guy walking into that church may call himself a call of Christian. He may may have been, but the act that he committed in murdering another human being was mm-hmm. just as bad as what Tiller was doing to the babies. Right. Yes. And Absolutely. he committed. He actually committed the same sin. Mm-hmm. And, right. and the and, and the biggest part about it is is there was little remorse for doing so. And mm-hmm. uh, Tiffany, we're actually coming up on a break. I want to make sure that we go into complete fitness a little bit more detail um, in the next in the next segment. Let people know what's coming, where we're gonna where we're gonna be, um, and hopefully one of these beach body coaches or someone that's in the fitness industry will contact us. We will tell you exactly what we're trying to do. And, and what our motivations are, and we we can work this thing together, and I will give you a hint at that solution to the debt problem. Folks, we'll be back with Tiffany Swilly in a minute. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. tuned to the mickey ellison show to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or you can drop mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com like our show on facebook now back to the show Welcome back to our final segment of the Mickey Ellison Show. Tiffany Swilly with me today, and we're not leaving Michael Gowan out, we're, we, but the two of us, I felt like, needed to come on the show, especially for those that have been on the show that are beach body coaches, to make sure you uh, – to, to help you understand – what our motivations are behind it. And frankly, some of the motivation that, that Tiffany shared is you're get, we're being educated on it together. Um, we've talked about complete fitness. We, we've, we've talked about it on the show. I've posted it all over the place. There's a Facebook page out there for Complete, fa- complete Fitness. So what is it we're going to do? If you haven't figured out what my role is going to be on, in on this, then you haven't been listening. I'm going to tell you right now, I hate debt with a passion. I, I sit here and I watch people suffering through it. I watch too many people go through life looking like everything is okay, and they're dying on the inside. I know what it's like to have been there. I know what it's like to be dying on the inside when you've got to put aside, put up this facade that says, this, this is what the world says I should be. Screw what the world says you should be. That's what mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. Forget it. And let's start actually making changes. The, I, I mentioned two passages of Scripture that I, it, my motivation and my, my 
part of being in in complete fitness and what the what those are. And one is is Philippians. I'm actually going to pull it up. I'm going to read it directly from from Scripture um, in the New New International Version. But it says this: Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, that's a huge word. Humility value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. That's how we're going to get out of debt, folks. That one right there. But just doing that alone is not it. That's why we've we've come up with we we, we found we didn't come up with it. Heck, it was written thousands of years ago. Um, but it's in the book of James. In the book of James, in chapter two, it, it talks about. Um, let's go right here to fourteen. It says, "What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them?" Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their their physical needs, what good is it? Mm-hmm. In the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. And with complete fitness, there are a bunch of you listening to, to this show, and there's a bunch of you that are going to come to some of these events, and you will claim to believe those verses. We're going to find out. We're going to find out how many of you, if you were asked today, Tiffany, if you were asked today, you're going to give 50 cents a day or a dollar a day, and that dollar a day is going to go to help someone get out of debt. It may never come back to you to pay your debt off. Would you still do it? If it took two years for it to come back to you to pay your debt off, will you continue doing it? Well, absolutely. I would because, like I said, uh even the scripture talks about reaping what you sow. <clears throat> and when you sow into someone else, um, you can expect a harvest from that. You may not get it the way you think you're going to get it. I think a lot of times people um, have a preconceived notion of how, when you help somebody or you give to somebody or whatever, how that's going to come back to you. But it, it normally comes back to you way greater than you ever imagined it to be. Well, and so, Tiffany, I think it, it actually goes back to, to that, that verse in, in Philippians where the, you also got to look at your motives. What are your, mm-hmm. are your motives pure? And give mm-hmm. it, if you're, are, you, are you doing this because you think you've just rubbed the magic little, little lamp and the genie's going to come out and then, bam, you're out of debt? Right. If that's the reason why you're doing it, you're probably going to be disappointed. Right. But you do it because it's simply what he calls us to do. Right. And, and and we are actually in the process right now of creating an, an entity to where you are going to be able to see every dime that, that comes in through this entity, and none of it is going to be coming to Tiffany, myself, or Michael. Mm-hmm. We're going to have safeguards on this thing so that you can see every dime that is not going to us. Now, some of what we do, we're, right now we're selling T-shirts. We have T-shirts with Complete Fitness logos on there. All those profits right in the first event – are going to be given away that night. We are depending on, on, on God and the things that he's going to provide because Tiffany and I, we don't really know how we're going to pay to get to these places. Right now, God's blessed me with enough money to do it. But we're, we're doing this completely on, on faith. But we have to team up together. We, mm-hmm. and, and you said it perfect, Tiffany, with, with what we're doing. Michael and Beachbody Coaches, you guys are the experts that we're going to lean on for physical fitness. You've gone through the process. You're helping people do that. Um, Tiffany is a teacher. 
She's been teaching for 14 years. And I have screwed up everything so I can tell you what not to do. So <laughs> when, when, we, when we talk about the, this debt issue and we start to – and you start to see the light and you start to get out of debt. And, and you start to, to be able to do things that you couldn't do before. So many times, Kaylee on the show last week mentioned what she wanted to do if she had no debt. Well, if she has no debt, she can do it. And, and I see that heart coming from, from Tiffany. I see, it, I see that coming from Kaylee that was on the show. I, I know I see it with Katie Ersta. Um, I know I see it with all these people. I, I hear it and watch it with Michael Gallon. And, and all these people are doing – doing this thing with, with fitness. We're going to bring this stuff together. We're, your businesses may grow because of what we bring to you. It may not. I have no control of that. But what we can do is together we can fight this demon of debt, this demon Absolutely. of debt that keeps people from being able to do what in their heart they know they want to do but they can't. No longer are we going to let, just sit back and, and say, Hey, um, we're just going to be debts to we're going to be slaves to debt and obesity. There's nothing that we can do about it. There is something that we can do about it. Some of you out there, like I said, will scoff at us, and that's okay. We love you anyway. But if this is the will of God, there's nothing you can do to stop it. There's nothing mm-hmm. I can do to stop it. There's nothing Tiffany right. can do to stop it, and there's nothing Michael mm-hmm. can do to stop it. And mm-hmm. I believe what this is leading to is. The will of God. Now, will it change mm-hmm. over time? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the experiences that that you had, Tiffany. I mean, you've got experiences in a book that you had written not too long ago, not too long ago that talks about the struggles that you had with your marriage, mm-hmm. uh, and it yep. talks about how how you you and Chris got through that. Well, right. this isn't just debt. This isn't just if you look at our our motto. It says faith, family, physical and financial um, fitness, leading to freedom. All those pieces are, are put together, and there's a reason why faith is first in that list. It's your turn to talk, Tiffany. I've talked a long time. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, you know, again, uh, I can just kind of circle back to what we said in the beginning, um, and that is faith. Um, faith is not just, you know, somewhere down, down the list, like you said. We have to put faith first. And, you know, the scriptures that I was bringing out in, in Proverbs that said, uh, you know, fear the Lord. And, and I look at that as as how I looked at my dad, you know, growing up. I, I didn't fear my dad in a bad way because he loved me and he showed me he loved me and he took care of me and he provided all of my needs, just like our Heavenly Father does. But I knew not to break his rules. <laughs> that was where the... That was where the fear came in. It was it was a respectful fear, like, oh gosh, I hope Daddy doesn't find out I did blah blah blah. And well, that's and the twenty kind years of, later twenty years later, mm-hmm. Tiffany, you figure out why he was telling you that, right? Yes, yes. Yes, and um, you know, you try to repeat that with your own children, see how good that works. But um <laughs> it's just, you know, putting God first, putting your faith first, um, doing things his way. And trusting him, you know, if it's like Chris is starting his own business right now. And we, you know, he said, you know, I'm going to have to have this, 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 and this. And we were counting up the cost. And I was like, oh, Lord. And, of course, the last thing we wanted to do was borrow any money. But God has given us a way to get his business started without debt. 
That's and I awesome. just thank I thank God for that today because it's something he's been thinking about doing for several years and it's just the right time. We we need to do it now. And we've just been able to, you know, sell a couple big items that we don't need and, and there's the money and he's paid for everything in cash. And I just believe that that's the way he wants us to do if we will just trust him, you know, to give us that knowledge and that wisdom. And, you know, pray about everything. I think one thing that Christians don't do is they don't pray about everything. They they may pray when trouble comes, you know, when they get sick or their child gets sick or when they really get in trouble, they'll really start to pray. But God wants you to talk to him every day about what's going on. He's concerned. He wants to hear from you. And he wants you to bring him into the middle of everything that's going on. You know, tell him, say, God, help me today to eat right. Give me the strength to eat right today, you know. Mm-hmm. Give me give me the, the ability to say no when I go out, you know, shopping. Just give me that ability. Help me. And we need to involve him more in every aspect of our life and pray about literally everything. And what do you what do you say to, to someone like my friend that, that I was talking about earlier in the show that right now they, they have they have no faith? Actually, they, mm-hmm. they do have faith that they don't understand that they actually have faith in something in mm-hmm. something else. But mm-hmm. when, when someone when when someone is is uh, um, they don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. Um, what it, I, I pray each and every day for this one person. He he says he doesn't like it when people say that they pray for him. Well, too bad, Brad. I'm gonna pray. Right. Um, and <laughs> and because I do care about you, I do care. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and despite what what. These people who have been shunned by by so-called Christians, um, yeah, there there are real Christians out there. And when when you when you hear, I mean, Christ, Christ gave two when he was asked and when he was on trial, he was asked, "What are the what is the greatest commandment?" And one was to love their, that God with all their heart and all their mind, and all their soul, mm-hmm. and the other was to love others as you love yourself. Right. If you see someone that is not loving someone else as they would love themselves. Then they are either uh, not a Christian, or they are ignoring what what Christ called us to do right there in that point in time. That is not right. Christianity. Don't mm-hmm. judge the 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 our, our our belief in Christ by those people. Look at what what people are actually doing. If someone is going out there and, and saying, "Hey, let's let's go attack this group of people and, and and murder them all in the name of Christ," well, just because they said it was in the name of Christ doesn't mean it was. Right, right. Well, what I would say to that person is there has to be something inside of you deep down, if you're really honest, that wants to know the truth. Just wants to know the truth. If if he exists, yay. If he doesn't, whatever. But I want to know the truth. And I would suggest that they read the book of John. Just read the book of John and let God speak to them. I, I mean, I know he'll speak to them if they start with that book, because that's how my husband got saved. He was going to church with me begrudgingly, you know, when we were young, first married. Mm-hmm. He never complained. He just, you know, walked along with me. But the the pastor said something one day. He said, if you're going to heaven and you know it, stand up and, you know, let's give God a clap. You know, so all these people stood up, and Chris just sat there. And so when we drove home, he said, how do all those people know they're going to heaven? And I was kind of shocked because mm. <laughs> I was like, you've lived with me for how long and you don't know the answer to that question? So mm. he went and met met with the pastor and he said, just 
Chris, just go home and read the book of John. And so I believe in every person, like they say, there are no atheists in foxholes. Mm-hmm. Um, every person... We've got, we got one minute. we got one minute left. They, they want to know the truth. And mm-hmm. if your friend wants to know the truth, I would lead him to that book. Yeah, that's and, what and I that's, what, that's what I want. I, I am in the same boat that someone else that is looking at that is, is saying, I simply want to know the truth. I've been blessed mm-hmm. to believe I know what the truth is. Right. But if seek the truth. Seek yeah. the truth. That's all we're asking you to do. All right, Complete mm-hmm. Fitness. We're at the end of the show. Tiffany, thanks for coming on. Complete Fitness, Thank October you. 18th in Williamson, South Carolina, small town in South Carolina. We are about to begin a movement. We hope that you folks, that Katie Ersta, Kaylee Hennessy, Deidre Penrose, the folks that are with Beachbody will follow what we're doing and invite us to come to your place because we will come and you will get to see what we're doing. We're going to videotape this thing. I'm nervous as heck about that, but uh, (laughs) we're going to let you see what we're doing. Folks, Complete Fitness, the movement begins October 18th in Williamson, South Carolina at 10 a.m., Go to the Mickey Ellison uh, Facebook page, uh, show Facebook page if you have questions on it. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Tiffany, for coming on. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us on the Mickey Ellison Show. Mickey plans to be here again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We hope you'll be here, too.